0: Hello everyone and welcome to the FPL Cougar Show, I'm Chris, I'm Karen, and today we are previewing game week 13, we're going to be discussing a few of the upcoming game week fixtures, we're going to look at potential key players, differentials and clean sheets, we're also going to wrap up uh, the past game week which just finished uh, yesterday because it's a short turnaround, game week obviously starts again Tuesday, so okay, let's jump into it straight away because time is of the essence, game week 12 review, Yeah, good scores for both of us.
1: Yeah, um, so I got 61 points, mm-hmm. um, 10 above the average of 51, which is okay. S- slightly down to captaincy coming in last minute with Salah, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, kind of luckily, I suppose. Um, but yeah, uh, so 61 points, which took me from 737k to 695k, which is the fifth green arrow in a row. So yeah, going in the right direction nice. still. Um yeah, McCarthy, six points, chipping in nicely. And then um, Justin with the 11 points, finally delivering on sort of like a a Sunday slash Monday night mm. of like last game week um, for Leicester or the last game of the week for Leicester because um, of Europa. And he's had two good fixtures in a row before this and yeah. he's, he's coming with twos and ones. And then tonight or the other night he got a, he got 11 points. So obviously that felt pretty good. Um, my punt of... Uh, well, I took a punt on the defender. I was thinking about Diaz in. I was mm, thinking Dier yeah. in and stuff like that. And, yeah, I went for Matip in the end because I thought there's clearly a clean sheet here. They're going to win this uh, quite easily against Fulham. And then, you know, gets injured, taken off half-time half, point, half time with one point. And I should have just obviously just not needed to make a transfer mm. this week. I should have got Diaz in straight away. But anyway, um, yeah, Sun chipping in with five points. Fernandez and De Bruyne, the the power midfield, um, blanking, I guess, with three points each. Um, which is still fine, I suppose. But um, yeah, then Salah with a 16, the lucky penalty because he was about to be taken off. Um, And then Cavalier is still still returning and Adams was Mm, my second top scorer with eight. um, Obviously, outscoring Bamford. Obviously, I was thinking after Bamford had already returned in that first game. I was thinking, oh, my God, Adams has just been away for such a bad transfer. But then he came up, came up Trump. So, yeah.
0: I mean, you've had quite a rise. You say fifth green arrow in the row. That's 2.2 million there to 695k in probably about five weeks. Do you think it's power midfield? People keep commenting on our videos saying, look at Kieran's midfield amongst other it's things. become
1: very template now mm. very template i say a lot of people on Twitter are, are going for it and I'm just looking here just like looking at the um, the price rises waiting to come in mm. so I, I've had it for for quite a while now so I've had Fernandez since week two I think mm. or three um, De Bruyne came in again I think a couple of weeks ago and I've had Sun for quite a while and then Salah was been there the whole time so and I, n- I never dropped him yeah. so people who dropped him had to get back onto him and all that sort of thing so I've been quite patient and it seems to be the the sort of cheaper forward line has helped yeah, me out definitely. and then the, the, the back line isn't too cheap it's got a mix of um sort of i guess lower end premiums mm. and sort of james who looks like he should be a premium that sort of thing yeah yeah no, justin like doing it. well and, and stuff like justin that.
0: was yeah. incredible yesterday from the highlights man he, could have had he a looked mega so good ball. yeah he's basically playing on their penalty box um anyway i have one of my my best game weeks of the season i think in sort of overall mm. game week rank 74 which was it's funny really because sometimes you look at a team on a before the deadline, you think, well, I know Yotta's a big doubt. I know LaSalle's won't be there. I think the bench is going to be a... None of them are going to play. And that did happen. And looking at the team, I just wasn't that wasn't that confident. But, um, yeah, ended on 74. So, Vardy returned big points last night, 13. Hurt me. Golden to assist. Did you did you see the
1: first one? It should not have been an assist. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. It was just...
0: Was just he like, sort of turned it around the corner a little bit.
1: I don't know if he even touched it. Oh, really? really?
0: I thought all of his returns anyway. looked a bit lucky, to be honest like even the yeah. second one Madison did a lot after he passed the ball back to him but um, anyway I'll take it Calvert-Lewin um, the Spurs double up I seem to be in the minority of people that seem to have both whenever i see seen people sharing teams on Twitter people either have one or the other I
1: feel like I see a lot of sold
0: yeah I see very few with, with both um, and I'll be sticking with both this weekend as well in that Liverpool game I've obviously got them I've got Salah Suchek started the weekend off nicely with nine points. He's doing really mm-hmm. well recently, so I'm pleased about that. And Diaz Walker Peters clean sheets at the back. So yeah, it was quite a quite a good quite a good um game week, 74 total score up to 514k which is highest of the season so far. So yeah, nice it's big well. been game. I de- uh, what was my transfer? Oh, I took out Bruno Fernandes and I brought in Salah and I gave him the
1: armband. So that worked out well as well. All right, manager of the week. Um please. Ah, yes. Uh it's um Novice FC from Adeniyi. Mm-hmm. sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, Togan, uh seventy-nine points. Um so you weren't far mm-hmm. off the the manager of the week this week, so it bit been nice. Um but yeah, overall rank of four K up from fourteen K. So yeah, he's obviously having a good season. Um but he played his bench boost chip um and it Kind of got a bit lucky. Mm. Um, he, he had uh, Martinez on there with 11 points. Obviously, great score. Yeah. Uh, Romeo with the seven points. Wow. And then he had, um, I think it was Kilman and Lamptey. someone else. Yeah, Lamptey, zero. that was it. He didn't play and it'd be a bit of a shame, but yeah. Um, yeah, McCarthy six as well. Justin 11, Sun 5. Bamford 10 as captain, mm. but unlucky. Um, Kane nine and then Kavalu with the points. And then, yeah, the, the bench boost um, getting him up there. So, yeah, I suppose it's a, I guess you can't complain no with about, way. about what? 18 points from the bench piece that's yeah, that, that's pretty good about right i suppose so yeah, yeah that's don't all right.
0: right um on the cubs you cl- clawed it back a bit now
1: oh yeah let me scroll down to where we are um, no, danlar yeah yeah mr danny ings um five points should have got more because he, he um, yeah. screwed up a few few chances from adam so Adams could have got a, an even bigger haul as well mm. so um yeah, happy to have picked him, and he and he, and he looked good, so, and I think he's going to look good going forward. Even Saints Saints in general just look really good right now. So, um, yeah, five points from Ings, which helped, I suppose. And, and then you had Rafinha, mm. which, um, yeah, you thought you picked him out, but I looked back at the show and you picked Rafinha. So, two points um, for you, which he was a bit unlucky as well. Yeah, um, yeah so total-wise, 58 for me, and you're now on 74, so it's mm. still a big gap, and I, I gained three points, but um long way to go for me
0: yeah i felt a bit unlucky with the rafinha pick i mean two shots in the box i saw he had a expected points of about five i think he i mean he was the second most uh attacking threat after um bamford in that game so yeah it was a bit, bit unlucky but anyway we go again this game week so do you want to choose mm-hmm. do you want to go ahead and choose now or the end of the show for who you want to pick this coming week
1: well, let's go ahead and choose it okay. now while we're on it. Okay. phase um I'm going to go for Jesus, I'm going to talk about him a bit more later, mm-hmm. but he's still only 2% owned and I think uh, Aguero is probably still not quite ready to start, so uh, Jesus, even though his stats haven't been great, uh, I'll talk about his stats in, in the City section, but um, he's, I mean, he, yeah, he hasn't looked great, so I'm betting on the fixture more than mm. anything else. Yeah, I
0: saw some woes of people who had taken uh, Vardy out rather than Jesus this past weekend to get some points and... Yeah, big mistake there. What well, Cavallero's is one I'm going to highlight for my cup pick this week. So when I was having a look at transfers this week, I mean, we'll get onto that in a minute. But I've been looking for Yota replacements. And amazingly, I think of all players in the game in the last three game weeks, Cavallero comes in at third highest for expected points in that time. 23.7, only behind Mares and De Bruyne. He's had six shots in the box, four big chances, two key passes and one big chance created. So... Yeah, he's, he's looked quite handy, and they've got a nice little run of fixtures now. So I think after uh, Brighton, Fulham have got maybe, I think it's Newcastle. Uh, they travel there, mm-hmm. and they've also got a home fixture against uh, Southampton to come. So three decent fixtures there for them.
1: And his XG is 3.36, which is by far the highest for any midfielder for the last four that weeks. So hard, it's like it? at least a, like a whole point mm. 0.1 above like Salah's, Bruno's, Fernandes's. That, and that's crazy. Yeah, it's really good. For, for full of player, yeah. 5.3. Like yeah. They
0: did well yesterday, really well. I was really impressed. All right. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the, the show proper. Bring up our, our teams on screen. Uh, I've made my transfers already. You, you don't even know. I know. This. Lunchtime mm. today. So I've actually taken the minus four. And despite Vardy's haul... He's gone, um, as is Yota. So I've been able to just about exact money do uh, Vardy and Yotta for Bamford and Fernandez. So I'm deciding to. I, I was all over bringing De Bruyne in for this West Brom game, but I'm, I'm sticking faith with Bruno. And now my midfield is Fernandez, Sucek, Salah, and Son. So yeah, the basically it's the F and S squad. So in the middle. So
1: Fernandez getting the armband, Fana- and This two sort of um, dual. Or duo of captaincy potentials this week. Exactly, yeah. I think it's a it's a
0: tough it's a tough week for captaincy if you own De Bruyne as well. But now that I don't, I've kind of limited myself because I am not going to captain either Spurs player against Liverpool. And I didn't think mm-hmm. Salah and Liverpool looked that hot, so I've kind of reduced mm-hmm. the the pickings really between Fernandez and maybe Bamford. But I sort of want to keep with a uh, premium player at the minute. So yeah, Bamford or Salah for captaincy, but I think Fernandez. What's what's your thinking? Because you've obviously got De Bruyne at the moment.
1: Right, um, so I'll, I'll list off some stats for De Bruyne, right? So um, 25.6% owned still. Mm-hmm. That's still super yeah. low for him. Um, 2, 10, 14 and 3 in the last four weeks. So he has blanked twice. Um, he's the ninth highest scoring mid. Mm. For 11.8 million, uh, you probably expected a bit more yeah. on you. Ninth highest scoring mid. I don't know if that is even worth it at this point. Um, City's still not firing on all cylinders. So they, they, the only two teams that they've blown out was obviously Wolves at the start of the season. Mm. And then Fulham and... uh, Who am I forgetting here? Uh, Burnley at home. The last two where he scored 10 and 14 points. So everyone else they've scored like one goal or they haven't scored any goals or that sort of thing. So um, yeah, there's possibly a flat-track bully for De Bruyne Mm -hmm. this season. His big hauls against Fulham and Burnley, 10 and 14. He's got West Brom next. Arguably the worst of all those three teams. So... Um, is there a hole around the corner for De Bruyne? Mm. Possibly. Um, so his stats uh, XG of 1.36, which is third from um, all midfielders, an XA of 3.08, which is first, which is obviously very high. Uh, shots 17 first, which is something we don't usually no, um, see don't. from De Bruyne. No. So he's very high on shots. Uh, three big chances for himself is also joint third, which obviously big chances for himself is kind of rare for De Bruyne as well. Um, 11 key passes, six big chances created, which is the top, and then 29 points it's just third of all mids for the last three uh four weeks mm-hmm. um so yeah obviously a captain potential like west brom 18th for expected goals conceded yeah. at 8.43 um yeah he's only actually returned in five game weeks mm-hmm. which is That's not many is it weird yeah. he's had eight returns overall um he's played 90 minutes all season bar one with injury um and then well, bar one out with injury and then one sub-appearance. Uh, so he seems like he's possibly rotation-proof, mm. which obviously is good for captaincy potential for him. But, um, so fixture, congestion, Christmas period. He actually started eight out of eight Man City uh, Christmas fixtures last year. So we should assume he should be fine to play this one. Um, he has rested the past two midweeks in Champions League. Yeah, but Obviously, this is the league. They need points. Um he seems like he's a great choice. Honestly, like the West Brom have a worse defence than someone like Sheffield mm. United, who obviously yeah. can add his faces at the moment. So it's I think it's really a fifty-fifty. Mm. It could go either way. Like I said, the the record of them hauling against bad teams is there for the last two. So De Bruyne could be on.
0: Yeah, I think they're, they're both. I mean, in the last four games, West Brom conceded uh, nine goals, which is the highest in the league. Shepherd United eight. So only one. One below, yeah. and they're, yeah. both of those two are only worse than Leeds and Fulham in that expected goals conceded column. So, I think they're they're both pretty poor. And I don't think now just because there's only a few fans let into the stadiums everywhere, I don't think the home and away still doesn't play that much importance. I do think Man City will rock up a bigger score against Sheffield United than I sorry against West Brom than I think United will rock up against um, Sheffield United if that makes sense but it's just whether De Bruyne's going to be involved in uh, those goals or not.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, Fernandes is
0: higher on expected points scored in the last four game weeks over Kevin as well. But he's been shooting less.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, that 5-0 against Burnley, he got got two times returns, which is goal and assist, I think it was. Or was it two assists? I can't remember. Um, But, you know, there's still a load of other sort of returns in that game Mm. that he hasn't been involved in so when you think when you look at united you think fernandez he's going to be involved in everything everything that united do well he's going to be involved and obviously de bruyne is the talisman as well but you know they scored five and he only got two returns Mm. so um yeah i I, i'm my armband is on fernandez obviously we'll talk about a bit, bit more later but um yeah For now. (laughs) I like Fernandez. So sticking on City, Stones. Mm -hmm. Someone to mention as well. Yeah, strange Uh, one. He's come into the team again. 4.8 million. Mm -hmm. 0.9% owned. Obviously because he's barely been playing. But he's been playing... You know, uh, this is a quote from Pep. He said, what um, Ake and Laporte have to do is work harder, better, and the moment will come. When the moment comes, have a good performance. Every player has incredible skills, but it's about how you perform now. John and Ruben, as in Diaz, performed brilliantly and they'll play. Mm. So, sounds like Stones and Ruben, uh, Ru- Ruben Diaz, are going to um, play from, from now on. <laughs> Ruben, yeah. <laughs> um, so, in the prem- Premiership, at least, Diaz has played pretty much all the minutes. I think he's missed... Maybe one game. I don't think he actually has, that No, he's not missed a game. Um, he came off early in that yeah, Burnley okay. game, but yeah, I think he's played right, every sure. game. Um, but anyway, Stones, 6-6 six, six, and 8. The last three weeks got two bonus, in the last one versus United. Three clean sheets in a row. Uh, I think they've got something like seven clean sheets in a row as well, including Champions League. Mm-hmm. So yeah, obviously, defence is playing well. Um, Stones, a big part of that at the moment. Um, Laporte just have to wait for his chance, I suppose. But I, I don't know if it's worth risking, but a 4.8 million for a City defender that sounds pretty Doesn't good obviously it is, probably is a trap yeah yeah.
0: because he could just be a transfer out again in, a, in like another week or two he could, he could. but yeah they, they have been good especially since Diaz has come into the side so I think he's played in nine games for them now and in that time I think he's racked up five clean sheets in the league so I mean that's more than 50% clean sheet rate and you expect him to get another mm. clean sheet against West Brom so yeah if you were looking for yep. a I don't know, free hit this week and you were going to load on City it might not be such a bad idea to to get two of their defenders because apart, like you say apart from that you never know who's going to start first and foremost apart from that Burnley game it's only been consistently um or De Bruyne and Sterling have really returned like big hauls and even Sterling's been uh, mm-hmm. seen a fair bit of rotation so could be more reliable
1: yep. yes mm. I agree um I think my transfer will be DNS mm. just for safety um But yeah, Uh, so Jesus, as I mentioned earlier, as my cup pick. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, yeah, more on fixture than anything else because his stats are pretty bad. He's only had two goals, one assist across the season so far. And he's played 90 minutes in every game he started. I think he missed about four mm-hmm. or five or something along, along the way through injury. But yeah, his stats, like he's not in the top 10 for strikers for XG shots, all big chances. And obviously that's his, his bread and butter for getting goals. Uh, on the assist side, it's kind of better with six key passes, which is fifth strikers. Big chances created, which is of one, which is eighth full strikers. And then an XA of 0.76, which is eighth. So mm. still not great, but like I said, it's West Brom. So I, I assume he's going to be involved at least somehow. So any kind of return I can get from Cub is, is good. Um, and I think obviously if you own him, um, you, you you keep him. Maybe you even look at a captain if you really want to get risky with it. Because obviously 2% round, yeah. you, you if he gets anything, you'll 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 do well. Mm.
0: No, I think it's a, yeah, I think it's a good fixture for obviously it goes without saying it's a good fixture for Man City with Brom locking up. But it's funny really that we're even sort of debating whether any of their players are a, a definite captain pick in a game game like this, just because you you just don't know what sort of City's going to turn up this season and um mm. and who's going to be involved and who's going to play. But uh, yeah, I think uh, it's a difficult one for you and other people that have got both Kevin and Bruno. So I've sort of <laughs> avoided that decision making by just going for Bruno and forgetting about Kevin <laughs> which hurts
1: yeah fair I've enough just I'm it. just hoping at least owning both they can both do well yeah and I, and I just hope they Get both points not off that <laughs> yeah. yeah and
0: I like it and that's tomorrow night that one so it's going to kick off the um, yeah game week quite strongly I think 8 o'clock is Man City West Brom
1: and Bruno has two days extra that's rest true. which is, is possibly a, a thing mm. but I don't know I don't think it really is but you know maybe
0: you never know how it is around Christmas time. Some players get run into the ground. Like, there was so much talk about Salah getting the rest, but then I suppose he did come off after, what, 70 minutes? So, yeah, maybe there will be more mm-hmm, of it this mm-hmm. season. Um, All right, should we move on to Liverpool Spurs? Because we're only really going to talk about the the big games um tonight, where there's quite a lot of fantasy interest. And perhaps on the Spurs side of things, I was a bit put off, having watched the Palace game. I was obviously pleased Son got the assist for Kane's goal and they, they both returned, but... I thought Tottenham in the, the second half, especially, just looked absolutely woeful. I don't know if you watched that that game, but they just totally switched off. And they just basically, from the second half I, I was watching, I was thinking, okay, right, let's see some more Kane and Sun link ups and some more points. Mm-hmm. But they were absolutely woeful. I think Sun had one shot the whole game, XG of 0.02. I mean, Kane's goal was quite a long way out, speculative. I think his best chances were right at the end of the game when they were chasing it.
1: Yeah, but,
0: yeah. I mean, they didn't—they didn't deserve to win, but somehow they're they're top of the league at the moment. What? How do you sort of see this game going? I kind of think it's going to be a typical Mourinho defensive performance and try and hit them on the break. But I mean, if they—yeah, I think attack it's... like they did, sorry attack like did the other night. I can't can't see them getting much.
1: I think it's going to be a tight game, mm. but at the same time, like we saw against City. Uh, the tight game and the counter-attacks help Spurs, yeah. at least uh, At least for Sun it does. Um, and then Kane setting him up <laughs> inevitably. Mm. Um, so, yeah, but their, their attack has definitely trailed off. And, um, yeah, Palace always seems like a bit of a bogey team. Like, I think it was 1-1 against them last year yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's a slight worry mm. with Sun, honestly. Obviously, I don't own Kane, but it's a slight own, <laughs> worry if you own him as well, because their, their attacking has... Has gone off, and and um, I saw a tweet earlier of just someone comparing Bentegodi to Kane over the last four <laughs> weeks. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but Bentegodi's stats were blowing Kane's out of the really? water for the last four weeks. And, it, and it's kind of like that's that's the funny mm. thing that you stats are are awkward because obviously it makes Bentegodi look better, but at the same time he has been better for the last four weeks. So that, that that's Kane's regression, I suppose. Yeah. But he has only blanked twice still, that's and. Amazing. Um, yeah, so they're massively overperforming I mean,
0: their XG. So in the last four game weeks, I think Kane and Son have XGs of about 24 and 22 between them. And they've got, I think, like respectively 36 and, and 32, mm. I believe. But that's not even in the top 20 players for expected points in the last four. I mean, they're they're just super clinical. I mean, mind you, Salah's not in the, the top 20 for expected points in the last four either. But I, th- that's he, uh, I think that's because he missed a game in that time. But I mean, yeah, you, you kind of expect more from the Spurs players. Really do. Even Ramsdale, I think, has got a higher expected points in the last four game weeks than Kane has.
1: What? Yeah, we...
0: no, I think Ramsdale's expected points of 23.2 in the last four, and Kane has got an expected points of 22.6. So they're just being super clinical. And how uh, long can you keep that up for?
1: I, I think they'll get another Kane son mm. goal slash assist this week against Liverpool. I think that just looks like it's nailed mm. on just because of the the. A counter attacking yeah. potential, and then Leicester at home is is a bit more awkward, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be tight again, but then after that, Wolves, Fulham, Leeds, Villa, Sheffield yeah. United fixes are good, good run again. Like, so people who are selling are probably going to want them back. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just going to ride so. it out. I mean, their expected points yeah, and same. their
0: numbers are, are rubbish, but if they're going to keep scoring me points, like points, then I shouldn't really get rid of them. And maybe people will say, Well, why did you get rid of Vardy after he scored you some points? but to get Fernandes in my team and have that better balance up front, I kind of think that, that Kane is playing in a, a better team than Leicester and is going to end up on more points mm. for them. And I think he's worth that 0. 0.7 million more than him at the minute.
1: Yeah, so I, I just think he's son and Kane have earned mm. their stay, yeah. uh, to be honest. They, they, they can score against anyone, which they have proved this season. Mm. So what, what's the point of selling them? Obviously, I thought about getting rid of Son quite a few times. Um just to to possibly get like a Trent or someone like that or a Chilwell yeah. in in defence and and just um, yeah just I think he's fine to just stay because he will take along and he's he's the second mm. highest scorer like two points behind Kane of like they're they're both over a hundred and no one else is like even close apart from Salah who's like five points yeah. behind. So, what yeah. do you think of Salah coming into this one? Do you think do you think he's he's returning again? Uh. So yeah. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. um, he's only blanked twice all season mm-hmm. as well. Um, despite that, obviously that zero I'm not including with COVID because, yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, but he's not blanked in the last five weeks either. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight, nine, six, fourteen, and eight. Nice. So Mister Consistent again, and yeah, like I said, not blanked, uh, only blanked twice all season. Great. Um, third highest scorer in the game behind ten points behind Sun and twelve off Kane. So that's that is a big, big little gap I suppose. Yeah. Uh, big, big little, big little. Um yeah, so like I said, he. Uh, That penalty Mm, was lucky. He was literally about to be subbed off as well. Um, So big swing. um, Could have had a blank. Probably deserved a blank because he looked pretty poor. Looked quite tired. um, Off the pace against Fulham. Um, So stats-wise kind of concerning his shots have dipped off a lot mm. seven shots in four weeks which is very very low for him um because he's usually just peppering yeah. shots which so just which in bonus pretty much all the time so because um, they're always off target or weak or blocked and that sort of thing but yeah xg of 1.5 which is low for him xa of 0.59 super low for him uh two big chances two key passes very low again and then one big chance created so uh, yeah, stats are worrying. And I, I'm looking at those stats like mm, yeah. Salah to Sterling this week, maybe, you know, against West Brom at home. That, it's, it's not the worst no. Um
0: I mean, I could because... name you some players that have had the same amount of shots as Salah. And I think you'd laugh. Van Arnholt, Grant from West Brom, Gross, <laughs> Schlupp, Furlong. I mean, they're, they're not even Chilwell. So, yeah, he's not been. I mean, like you say, he looked tired as well yesterday.
1: Yeah, yeah. And what there's like? How, when's their fixture this week? Is it the Wednesday, Thursday?
0: Uh, I believe it's the Wednesday one. They Wednesday at eight the against, Wednesday,
1: so yeah, yeah. Not much time between. Um, and they play twelve thirty Saturday start. as
0: well again. Mm, against Palace. Yeah, so. Okay,
1: so mm-hmm. I mean, he'll he'll play the Liverpool. He'll play the Spurs game. That's for sure. Yeah. Maybe he gets rested on the the Saturday, mm. possibly. Um, something to be concerned about maybe i mean i'm not gonna sell him i don't think Mm. but at the same time like sterling hasn't looked good either if sterling was like ripping it up i'd be like you know what hello let's 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 hokey cokey Salah out for a little bit for sterling for some upside but um he's just not so Mm. um yeah for the time being Salah stays as well because because he's been consistent so um on the other side marnie as well still 11.9 11.9 million, 8.8% owned. Um, so Salah's stats are a concern. Mane's form is an even bigger one. Um, hasn't scored in the Premier League since week five. That's mad. That's kind of crazy mm. for, for, for Mane. Um, he has had four assists in that time. But yeah, not, not scored since week five, which is um, yeah bad for him. Uh, regular front free should be sort of nailed on from the, the sort of time being for at least two months. It's obviously Jota out of yeah. nowhere, I suppose, getting injured after playing that squib of the game in the Champions League they didn't need to Um, Mm. two months out for him which is another body on the treatment Mm -hmm. table at Liverpool Um, but yeah Mane's XG of 1.5 XA of 0.4 12 shots two big chances two key passes zero big chances created so practically identical to Salah's other than you know nearly doubling his shots taken so um, yeah he didn't really look on it against Fulham either tired as well possibly Um, yeah don't know what's going on there but however their XG as a team, is still the first um, of 8.54 8. and they've scored nine. Mm-hmm. So over the last four weeks, they're still scoring goals, even though their main people for scoring goals aren't performing <laughs> well. So I don't know how that really works. But anyway, um, defence-wise, if you own Robert and Trent yeah, what or do you Trent, think, I think though? you keep. Do you think keep? Yeah, I think you keep. Because after Spurs, they've got Crystal Palace, West Brom, Newcastle, mm-hmm. Southampton. So there's, the next three after that look like good good Chances of clean sheets, and um, we're going to do a matip.
0: However, they're, they're quite pricey, though, obviously, as well. Yeah,
1: I'm obviously selling matip okay. and to, to Diaz. Um, but you know, matip down injured, so they've got zero center backs fit mm. now, zero senior center backs. So they've got Phillips and that Williams kid as well, um, who are going to have to come in because I don't think Henderson and Fabinho no. is going to be a suitable combo at um center back going okay. forward. So, do you not think that yeah. Robbo
0: and Trent like Nettle that despite the fixtures being really good? are just a, a concern considering their price and this run of fixtures. I mean, it's quite a lot to invest in a defence which you, you're not at least guaranteed some clean sheets. I
1: mean, Alisson's back now. Yeah. he And but how many shots kept did he kept three clean sheets before that.
0: Yeah, true, true. He did face a lot of good shots and chances against he Fulham.
1: He did, yeah. I, I think if you're trying to get to a De Bruyne or mm. something like that, then I think selling is probably worth it. But... um yeah, I would keep Robber over this time mm. for sure. But Trent is probably you probably wouldn't even have Trent anyway. That's true.
0: I think he's that. he's not in many teams of them uh, anymore. Yeah. All right. Um. Any more to add on that Liverpool game?
1: No, I I waffled on. That's enough. all right. I
0: think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be close. I heard earlier that it's been more nil nils between the top six teams so far this season than they have between teams and the rest of the league so I think it's going to be a, a tight game again so I wouldn't be surprised if it was a, another nil nil. alright we're going to just talk about one more game tonight and that's going to be the Sheffield United against Manchester United game so that one like we say is happening Thursday that's the 8 o'clock one um, I mean Bruno we've we've mentioned him already tonight but it looks like we're both going to have the armband on him the main reason being for me is just the fact that his expected points and his his involvement within United games is just... Well, his expected points are so high, as is his involvement. I mean, 40 expected points in the last four game weeks. Actual of 47. That's the highest in the, <laughs> in the league for both of it's those insane. two totals. Yeah, so I, I think he's, he's in great form at the moment. And whilst he's not shooting as perhaps some of the other players in the league, I mean, he's had the same amount of shots in the box as Cav- Cavalero, who we mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, fewer than De Bruyne. That's still twelve yeah, shots. Yeah it's, I think. yeah, it's still it's it's not bad. So I think it's got some good numbers there. I mean, his key passes is insane. I mean, we know that he broke the all-time record in in half a game, but he's had eighteen of those in the last four game weeks. That's four clearer of Mares, five clearer of De Bruyne, six big chances great. is the second highest after after Kevin. Just Salah had two. Yeah, I think Bruno's looking looking good for points, and we we know that still the record stands that when he joined the league he is the highest scoring fantasy premier league asset so I don't feel worried about owning him or captaining him it does feel like I played a bit of hokey pokey took, taking him out last week getting Salah captaining him now I'm taking out someone else and bringing him back in but yeah if, if I can hit the captaincy right then no problem with doing it
1: I also think I've read on twitter as well that he's not blanked in FPL terms mm. away from home ever since he joined wow Madrid. So January last year, obviously playing like the the remainder of that season plus the start of this season, he's never blanked away from. That's him. incredible. That sounds mental. That is incredible. Like, what the hell? And obviously his away record is just insane. Yeah. So Sheffield United, who obviously terrible. Um, I mean, can we really pass him? Both United fans, we got we got to help um, back sort of back our boy yeah. here. I think.
0: I mean, I knew even at that West Ham game the week before last when I captained him. And I uh, knew he was on the bench. I kind of thought, he's going to come on and he's going to do something because United are pants without him. Yes. I mean, six points from a half yeah. of football. Um, his last, I think... Last... Could have been way could more. Have been, yeah. I mean, his away scores so far this season in 12, 11, 17, 10 and 6. I mean, just crazy numbers. And um, yeah, happy with any of those. So I'm quite set on Fernandez. Talking about United's um, backline, I suppose. You had telez up until this game week sold him. He didn't feature but United kept another clean sheet. Do you see any value? I've been seeing people talk about Lindelof a little bit um, because he's 4.8 now, similar sort of price as Stones. I think United mm. have had, is it three clean sheets in the last six or uh, three clean sheets in the last seven games
1: now? It's still not no. great. And they looked absolutely woeful mm. against Le- Leipzig. So I uh, surprised by a clean sheet, I suppose. Mm. Um, although City didn't really try that no. hard either. So they both sort of went defensive. Um yeah, there is pretty much obviously going to be a clean sheet here, but I, there is for some reason I think Sheffield United probably nick one still. Mm. Um, Do you where? Yeah, so obviously I took Sellers out, Tellers out just because I wanted to get Diaz eventually anyway, and I didn't want to get Diaz, mm. so it was the right decision obviously, but I took the wrong player Had to, to bring her, in. Yeah. I got one point up, but um, and then he, I, I said Shaw is back and Ollie loves Shaw. And then it happened to be that he was benched. But against Sheffield United, Tellers is surely going to come back. Because they don't need to defend as much. No. Um, Tellers is obviously going to be good for creativity. Uh, Lindelof at 4.8, sure. But, um, sure. <laughs> but, um, uh, no, I wouldn't go that. He's not going to get you many points. He might get the occasional goal from a header if Maguire misses it mm-hmm. or something. But he's not targeted at the box, is he? So. No. Um, nah, he's he's not going to get much bonus either, really. So, I, no, I don't not think... Not on that back Benoit line. ...that worth it. Um, none of the, the back line is worth it. Maybe Teller's a 5.5. Five, um, but I think this is the only one you're looking for a clean sheet, really. After that, yeah.
0: pff,
1: um, I don't think it looks great. Leeds Leeds going to score, probably. Leicester away, Wolves, mm. Villa. All those are going to score, I think. Uh, Fulham, maybe. But <laughs> Fulham could, look good. I and then Liverpool after that. So... Um, yeah, I think there's probably one clean sheet out the next five mm. or six.
0: I think it's Bruno or Bust at the moment for United assets. I mean, Cavani was interesting, and he's obviously had a knock and might come back in for this one. I think if he's back, that, Bruce, yeah, I hope he yeah, does, yeah. that boosts the appeal of Bruno even more because I think Cavani would relish a game like this one um, rather than the Martial, that's for sure. Um, all right, any more to add on that game? Uh, I don't think no. so. I just hope
1: they go big. Yeah, I hope yeah.
0: they go big too. I kind of hope that maybe Bruno does that thing where they get back two or three nil up, and he feels generous and he gives a penalty to Rashford and Rashford
1: takes it and Ramsdale saves it, and he has like <laughs> his redemption arc of the season. I need to. Get- uh, I suppose, I suppose I should talk about Shefflin a little oh, yeah. bit. Ramsdale obviously zero clean sheets, mm. twelve Ugh. weeks. Um, he's got an extra save point in eight of the twelve weeks though, so. That's all right, but (laughs) not getting you much. Um, Sheffield United strikers, four goals and one assist across four players on the season. Yeah, not Mm. great. Um, McBurney, eight-pointer versus Leicester. I was just like, oh my God, McBurney. Yeah, here we go. Um, Next game, one point versus Saints away and off injured. Um, And yeah, Wilder's sort of tactics for changing things just seems to be rotating strikers each week and just praying they do something out of the air and just obviously just not happening so um yeah i think sheffield United probably go down yeah. at this rate because spending i don't even know how much they spent on brewster but they're not even starting him he's just a kid like he was not going to be their their savior for scoring no goals so because there's no creativity in the team either so they needed to buy someone with like proper experience mm. and i don't know something like wolves did with the him and and he's just a proven goal scorer but doesn't
0: suit their play either does he brewster really
1: like No, he's he's too small. Yeah. He's they need like that that sort of
0: They need like Chris a, Wood.
1: A, yeah, yeah. Someone like Wood that, or Ashley Barnes, yeah. like a
0: a bit of a stocky, no nonsense, maybe even Andy Carroll like target just man.
1: Calvert Lewin Calvert Lewin yeah. would be well. He would just never the, leave the Overton, Box but, yeah. poacher. He obviously he wouldn't, but I mean like that sort of box poacher is what yeah, they need. No,
0: definitely. It's a funny one for Shepherd United. I mean I won't dwell on them too long because they are of no interest to anyone, but after that Man night game, they've got a really good block of five fixtures, which they would need to get some points in. They have got Brighton, Everton, Burnley, Crystal Palace, and Newcastle. I and mean, I kind of think it'd be a bit stupid to get rid of Ramsdale for a hit, so I might keep him for another five game mm, weeks. I'm sure, but I, I know he's he's got less or fewer points in the last five game weeks than Martinez got in this game week, and he's had 28 points for the season. Still better than De Gea, but it's not good.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs>
0: Right, that is bad. Okay, Um, any more for any more? I think that's about it, isn't it? No, we're going to keep it short and sweet. Short and sweet. Okay, right. Good luck, everyone. Well, let's just recap. So, Captain C is on on Bruno. Your transfer looks like it's going to be Matip to...
1: It's Matip to Diaz, and then I've got another free transfer that I don't really know what to do with again. So, I guess I'm rolling again. But I don't see the point. He's cheap. Yeah, so why, yeah, why get like a 4.5 when I just don't need to at the moment? True. Like, I, I, just, I would rather still wait and see until I really have to get him out. Because yeah. I've not been three bench deep or anything for ages. So, it's, you know, it's like I don't need to. Yeah. Um. But Justin maybe could go. But I think he looks so yeah. good last week that I still want to keep him, um, even though his place is up for grabs quite soon, I suppose. And then Eiling, obviously fine with... Maybe I could do Hylian to Dallas, but mm. meh. Yeah. Um, and then Basuma looks fine yeah. as well. So there really isn't much issues no, right just now. Just
0: roll it over again. Nice yeah. place to be in. All right, cool. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us. The next game week's on Saturday, so we'll probably have a chat about what we're going to do, but maybe it'll be another short show uh, this Thursday or Friday. We'll work it out and let you guys know. But thanks for joining us. If you've got any questions before the deadline tomorrow, remember it's at oh, some funny time, half past four, I think, UK time. Uh, tomorrow so if you've got any questions before then get them in and in between working Kira and I will tibby tap the answers to you anyway thanks very much for joining us uh, we'll see you next time it's goodbye from me